Alright, so I'm here today with Kinley, and today she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. So, I am 21 years old. I started modeling when I was about 18. Um, it was pretty much a side hobby for the most part, just meeting up with different photographers, taking pictures. Um, you got to be really careful about that. I can't trust everybody you find on the internet, come to find out. Um, right now, I'm still in college. But modeling doesn't bring in a whole lot of money just yet, so mm -hmm. still extra money's nice. Yeah, I enjoy it. So how did you get into modeling? Um, I was 16 working at Red Lobster, and this lady, um, a friend of my manager's, kind of approached me, and she is with a local agency around here. And she's like, "Hey, you want to come do this?" At the time, I was pretty skeptical because didn't know the lady. And, you know, something sounds too good to be true, it probably is, but then, like, whatever, I got 18, and I posted, like, my senior pictures and stuff, and she's like, you should really look back into this, and I was like, I'm 18 now, I can do what I want, fine, and I started messaging her, and she, like, gave me some tips and stuff, because you can't just, like, approach an agency, um, you kind of have to work yourself up to get there, and two years later, I'm finally with an agency. All right. So, if someone didn't approach you, how would you, like, how, how would someone do it? Um, if you're starting off by yourself and you don't have someone who's already in the modeling world, I would suggest doing your homework because you need a portfolio to present to an agency. And a portfolio contains, like, your headshots and nice pictures of yourself, like full body portraits, three-fourth portraits, um, just pretty much basically capturing who you are as a person and not like super fancy photos because agencies want to see who you really are and they're the ones to dress you up and stuff. Um, as far as starting by yourself, I would recommend meeting out with photographers, but doing your research as to who they've worked with, the type of photos they take, because people you work with really present yourself because if you're meeting up with someone who takes not appropriate photos mm -hmm. that kind of plays back on you too then after you have like nice pictures of yourself and you've met up with a couple of photographers you don't need like a million pictures to do so you can find an agency within your area just make sure they're a true agency because a lot of agencies out there are really just schools like they make you pay money to be with them and you have to take certain classes which is great and all when you're getting started but it is a lot of money there's a local agency around here I know for a fact not to name names because I am already in the industry and I don't want to like talk bad or shade on anybody but they do charge a crap ton of money and you have to take like a nine-week course of mm. their classes and it's like a three-day week thing it's a lot um, so it's not necessarily worth it to do all that not really because i've gained i've never taken any classes like that but working with the photographers that i've worked with they i've let them know up front that i am new and i would love any critiques and help that they could possibly give me and i've learned so much from actually being on the job than i would have in a classroom like i can't say that that's helpful because i haven't done it but it's a lot of money whereas i've gotten the pictures and the education for free I mean, yeah, you can find anybody who can take good pictures of you, too. Pretty much, for the most part. You just really want to be careful about who you're choosing to work with as far as what they do picture-wise. And 
you can't trust everybody. Like, I have shown up to some really sketchy places I probably shouldn't have been, and I try to bring someone with me every chance I get. I don't go anywhere by myself, even if I work with photographers 20 times. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. That's not for me. You even went with me yeah. to my... You helped me get into my agency. Like, if you wouldn't have gone with me that day, I wouldn't have gone by myself. That was a very sketchy place, but it turned out good. Yeah, so it matters. is a sketchy place. Like, modeling agencies may not be in the best areas to, like, be in by yourself when you're a girl, especially. But... If you find photographers online, social media is a great way to meet other people, especially because you have, like, hashtags of location photographer and, like, Cincinnati photographers and things like that who you could just click on and message them, and I'm sure they'd be happy to work with you. But it's called Trade for Portfolio. Whenever you meet up with someone, you're not paying them, they're not paying you, and you kind of, like, compromise on ideas Mm -hmm. as far as, like, wardrobe location and the photos that you're taking like the style of them but don't compromise yourself too much is my only <laughs> i've been i've told i'm up front with everybody i work with i'm like i don't do this i don't do this and i don't do this because that's not the image i want especially because like i don't expect this to be my full-time career and i want to be a teacher so looking out for my future yeah, you don't yeah. want to find any uh, sketchy pictures. Yeah, I don't want to, like, 10 years from now, I don't want to, like, be in a costume and one of my students find some really wicked photo of me. Yeah, it'd be awkward. You're <laughs> um, right, it would. So, what's a normal day like for you in modeling? How do you, from start to finish? So, whenever I plan on a day with a photographer, I know myself, I tend to run behind. So, in my mind, I am like, I gotta be there 30 minutes early. If you are not 15 minutes early to any photo shoot with any photographer, you're considered late. Like, professional or not, you want to be early, especially when you don't know the location and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I like to plan my shoots mid-morning-ish, except that doesn't always work when you're doing, like, outside photos, mm-hmm. because the light and stuff is just wicked with sun. Yeah, you just gotta figure out that right time for outside. Yeah, outside's rough, but as far as in-studio, I like to have them mid-morning-ish, but I still start my day at, like, 7 o'clock. I get up, I shower, I do my hair. Well, that's good. And... My stylist typically comes with me. Um, she's typically the one that travels everywhere with me and makes sure I'm, like, I look fine in the photo. A lot of photographers won't watch out for you. They're here to take your picture and they're done. Mm-hmm. If you got a hair that's, like, out of nowhere, it's out of nowhere. And that's just how it is. So she's good for that. But I get up, I take a shower, I get myself ready. I do some makeup before I get there, but I don't want to overload it because I don't know what the lighting and stuff looks like. Um... So you're talking like a very... Yeah, very a very natural look to get there. Because you don't want to show up and look super unprepared. However, I do come in a... Either I am already dressed for an outfit. Like, I'm already in an outfit. If it's not super weird to travel in. You know what I mean? Like, if I had to stop and get gas, I'm not going to show up in, like, a prom dress <laughs> to get my gas. I'll wait till I get there to change. But... Um, I do try to show up always prepared. I arrive early. Once I get to the location um, and I meet up with the photographer, we typically talk about how, what outfits are going to go when and um, where we're going to start shooting and where we're going to end shooting. And then typically at the end of the photo shoot, um, I like to ask my photographers when I'm going to get these pictures back because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Some do this full time. They're like, yeah, I'll have them to you tomorrow or tonight or whatever. Then there's other photographers who have, like, full-time jobs and families and stuff, 
And they're like, yeah, my turnaround's typically, like, a week or so. And I'm like, that's fine, too. Like, I'm in no rush. And you really want to be respectful of, like, the photographers you work with. Because you don't want to be like, oh, I don't like this photo. You can pick and choose what you want to use for your social media and your portfolio. But unless there's something you don't, you absolutely hate about something, just ask the photographer politely, like, not to use certain photos. Um... But other than that, most people are super nice, and the typical day is just very standard planning. Okay, so plan it all out as soon as you get there. So get there early, have it all planned out, and wear light makeup. Yeah, communication, though, with your photographer is super important, because some people show up and don't really talk to you. They just expect you to, like, know what's happening, and if you don't communicate that beforehand, then obviously you're going to do it the day of the shoot. And that stresses me out. I want to know everything before I walk into it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I typically lay my outfits out if I'm bringing them the night before. And I want to know everything about the location and the photographer and the actual, like, demographics of where we're going to be. If it's grassy, if it's going to be, like, water area. And I plan that for, like, the outfits I'm going to wear. Fair enough. So what's the best way to promote yourself when you're just starting out? You know, I know you're still starting out. You're new-ish. Yeah, I'm still on the newer side. Even though it's been two years, I wouldn't consider myself an expert. I typically, or I have learned a lot, but still being a newbie, I would recommend making an Instagram specifically for your modeling. Don't, like, post pictures of you and your friends. Unless it's, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, I wouldn't share that on that page because it's not relevant. Mm-hmm. Um. Social media is a great way to promote yourself because that helps local photographers find you and helps you find other photographers and meet other models. Meeting other models is actually really great. Um, When we communicate with other people in our industry, we learn a lot more because you can ask questions among yourself and not look stupid. I don't want to go ask my agency, like, hey, what is this? When I probably should know, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, you know, it's still, they know you're new. Yeah. But I do understand you don't want to look stupid in front of people. Yeah, so models are another great way. So meeting everybody, I would recommend promoting yourself on Facebook, Instagram, and possibly Twitter. Twitter isn't necessarily the best platform because it's not Mm picture-oriented. And in this industry, you kind of have to be (laughs) picture-oriented. Looks are kind of everything. Yeah. And really finding out who you want to be as a model and represent yourself well. If you want to be known for more classy work, you need to work with classy photographers and have classy outfits. And your your poses are so important because they can seem innocent when you're doing it, but it can look really drastic on camera. Um, can you give me an example of that? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, so my senior photos actually... I had on shorts, and I had on this cute blouse. I had some lacy shorts on. They weren't see-through, obviously, but obviously. they still had, like, a granite material on them. And my top was blue, and it was a little v-neck, but it wasn't super much. Because I was sitting down, it was a lot of v-neck. And the position I was sitting in didn't seem that bad because it was head-on, but where the photographer was standing, it looked sexualized. Mm. Because I was sitting on a chair and I'm like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got my arms crossed over the back of the chair and I'm just kind of posing with the numbers in front of me of your year. But we didn't end up keeping that photo, obviously, because it was very sexualized just because of the angles and like the cut of the material. Mm-hmm. 
short shorts slide up when you sit down. Yes, they do. Um, so we did talk about it a little bit already. What is the best way to keep yourself safe when you're going somewhere that you've never been or haven't worked with a certain person before? Like, what do you do and what would you tell people? I am so skeptical of professionalism. That is a great way to pick out the wannabe photographers and the people who actually are here with good intentions and they do this as a hobby too or they do this professionally. If a photographer can't show you his work or send you a link of stuff he's done, he's gone. Like, that's a no-no to me. Because if... I'm not going to work with a newbie photographer because I'm trying to level myself up too. But I'm not going to expect the best photographer in the world to work with me either. Mm-hmm. If a photographer is wanting to work with me, I want to know who they work with too. So I typically look at their page. And if they tag their models, great. If not, then I kind of have to ask them for that information just reference-wise. Because I want to talk to that gr- those girls too or those guys, whoever it may be. And see what their experience with the photographer is. As far as if he was nice, if he was pushy about who, like, how you pose and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or concepts that you may not be comfortable with, especially starting out. If you're starting out, I recommend being, like, totally conservative and not test your batteries just yet. Because you don't really know what you're getting into, especially with different photographers. Once you start trying photographers that you work with, I recommend sticking with them and get the pictures you need before you go to an agency. But as far as keeping yourself safe, definitely talk to other people they've worked with. Look at the locations they meet up with because you don't want to go to some dark alley and meet some random guy and always bring someone with you. But I don't recommend, if you're a minor, obviously you have to have a parent there. But if you are over the age of 18, I recommend bringing a trusted friend, but not a parent because parents can be a tend overbearing um they just kind of i don't know the word i'm looking for they're very perfectionist when it comes to their kids oh yeah i mean that makes sense yeah they want the best for them but it's the photographer's job to capture what they really want to capture and when they're sitting over top of you and like i don't like that change it to this they're kind of stealing the photographer's thunder, and a lot of photographers get super offended by that. Which makes sense. Exactly. I mean, I'd be offended if someone told me what I'm doing now. <laughs> but I wouldn't bring a parent with you if you have the option. I would bring a friend and just kind of set some boundaries to that friend. Be like, if something looks off, feel free to tell me. But like, don't be like, oh, do this, do that. This would look cool. Ideas aren't necessarily welcome from outside parties, but if my hair looks like rat's nest, obviously I want them to say something. Uh, Just someone who really washes out for you. And then as far as doing homework on your photographer or whoever you're meeting up with, I recommend Googling them. Typically, nowadays you can find anybody on Google. It's a great source. Um, I have had someone work with me. Or I've had someone message to work with me, and when I searched their name, a pedophilist came up. And mm. I don't know if it was them or not, but it was just a steer clear, like, I'm sorry, I can't take that risk. Kind yeah, of thing. that's fair. Then being cautious of who is around when you're at your photo shoot. There should typically be you, a photographer, and possibly your escort, whoever you bring with you. There should not be more than one photographer taking pictures of you at a time. And I've been in that situation, and it is super sketchy when you're a female in downtown Cincinnati, 
in a studio that doesn't look like a studio. It's just a room with, filled with a bunch of crap. I remember that. It's the one I went down with you, right? Um, not not to this one. Okay. Someone else went with me. And okay. I'm not to name names because they knew who it is. But I don't badmouth anybody in our industry. I just recommend if you show up to a studio and it doesn't look right, if there is a bunch of stuff everywhere and it's very cluttered and there's actually like no space to properly take pictures, it's probably not the best environment for you. Feel free to walk away. Like, I mean, you're not obligated to be there. They didn't pay you. There's no contract. Whatever. And even they just pay be like, you. I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable with this. If you'd like to reschedule, we can definitely do that. I would just prefer to do it a different place. And as long as you are perceptive of the other person, like, and you're not rude about it, they're more than welcome. Or they're more than willing to work with you as far as rescheduling and changing locations and day and just walking away from the situation and redoing it mm -hmm. starting fresh great thing to do as far as who you work with when you do your background checks googling is great the references are great um, a lot of photographers especially around here have worked with seniors and their senior portraits um, they typically have their photography page, but then sometimes you can find their senior portrait page mm -hmm. where that's like their business um, and maybe on a different name and it may take some digging to do, but that's a great one too because senior portraits should be more so on the classy side. They should be family appropriate. They should have nice outfits and talking to those seniors, they shouldn't have had a pushy experience. Mm -hmm. They should have come there for their senior pictures, which is a great way too. Fair enough. Uh, so, where do you prefer working? Like, do you like working in a studio? Do you like working outside? Like, what do you like personally? I'm a little spoiled. I really, really like my studio work. Um, I have a lot of photographers who are, because I'm at the level I'm at, they're willing to pay for a studio to work with me. Great and all, because it doesn't come out of my pocket. <laughs> Even though it is a trade for a portfolio, the photographer either covers it, in my case, or if you're just starting out, typically you'd split it with your photographer. However, I do love studio shoots. It's just sometimes they get a little boring because there aren't a million studios around here. This isn't New York or LA or wherever. There are some nice studios around here. Studios tend to change their decor, which is great. I tend to slow down towards the middle of the season because I've shot here many times. I've worked with this decor. What do you uh, mean middle of the season? So, studios tend to run d different decor during different, like, seasons of the year. Okay, like summer. Like, actual okay. seasons. Okay. Um, so, summer, winter, and fall, and sometimes spring. Spring's not a big one because there's not a whole lot of decor that comes in with that, except for Easter stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I don't really want to shoot with Easter stuff on my everyday job. Um, so... If the studio gets new decor in, that's typically when they're the busiest because photographers want to get there first, show their pictures first, do the work first. That way it's not kind of like overused, but towards the middle and end of the season, it is overused and overworked because there's only like three studios around here that I use. Mm -hmm. And however they have different rooms with different stuff, it still gets repetitive if you do it too much. So outside here is great because we have downtown. And downtown is typically super pretty if you find the right location. And you have to work with a photographer who knows how to use sunlight. If they don't, then they're probably not the best photographer to work with outside. 
and they need studio lights. Some photographers even bring lights to set up if you're shooting in one small location area-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to keep walking along a road, obviously you can't bring a million lights with you. But if you're sitting and using, like, the background of the bridge and you're going to be there for a minute, they typically do bring some light to highlight your face and block out those shadows of if the sun's in front of you or behind you, because you can't move the bridge. Like, it's kind of there. Yes. Um I do love my inside studios. However, towards the end of the seasons and the nicer weather of summer, I will fully take advantage of being outside. So However, pros and cons to each. Yeah, there is. It's just a little more stable if you do a studio because you don't have to rely on weather or lighting of the sun if it's cloudy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a little spoiled. I like my inside studio. Understandable. Um, so, besides modeling, do you have any other hobbies? Um, yeah, I actually love my horses. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, you know me. Um, I have been riding since I was four. I went to a school for equine studies, and now I have two horses. One of them is a nut job, the other one's pretty sane. She's cool. Um, I enjoy riding them. I've started showing them, actually. I have a lot of ribbons now. Yeah, it's been It's been quite the adventure. I've done two shows now, and I've brought home about ten ribbons. Pretty much an accomplishment, because none of my horses have ever showed. And right now, I have a little girl riding my horse, my female horse, Mm -hmm. and shows. My good horse, I should say. (laughs) Um, And they're placing first, so I'm pretty proud of that. But as far as my personal hobbies, I've started streaming since modeling slowed down with COVID. Mm -hmm. I hate COVID. Let's just throw it out there. It's going to come up. (laughs) Um, Modeling slowed down. I still get the occasional offer. And the way agencies work is a real agency who doesn't charge you to come in, what they'll do is take a percentage of your work pay. So my company takes 20% of whatever I make or whatever percentage it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, If they took 10%, they're going to take 10% of every job I get. That's how that works. So if they take 20, they'll take 20%. Whatever the offer comes in at, that's they'll take their percentage of their cut or whatever it may be. There's, I get a couple of offers, but your agency submits pretty much everybody within the variation of that client looking for, and you may not always get picked. It just happens the two jobs that, that have been promoted and sent out, I haven't picked for, sadly. But again, you're not going to get every job. It's fine. It's whatever. It happens. In the meantime, I have started streaming. Um, I was hoping to run this on my stream too, but I don't see that working out too well. It's fine though. My stream pretty much contains different games I play. I started playing PC games in March. I like first person shooters, um, but it's started growing. I started playing in March, then I started streaming in August, and after streaming, then I've become an affiliate, and I've actually made my first 30 bucks. And my Twitch is MS Chewy. It comes from Miss Chewbacca. (laughs) When I get mad in my stream, I mock the Chewbacca sound, which is where that name comes from. You're going to mock Chewy. It's such a great one. It is. It's a very rage-enthusiastic (laughs) 
teams for it. Fair enough. Um, so I guess you enjoy, you enjoy it then? It keeps yeah, you busy? I really like my games. I like the people I've met. I've actually made some really close friends we play with every night. Whether I stream or not, we play some Among Us, we play some Valorant, whatever it may be, the new game of the week, I yeah. guess. Um, but I've made some really great friends. I've got a couple fans out there, not to flatter myself or anything, but... I've also got merch out right now for my logo, mm -hmm. and then once I get 15 more subs to meet my sub goal, or 14 more subs to meet my sub goal of 30 for right now, I guess, I'm going to release my graffiti merch, which I'm really happy that everybody keeps asking about, because I wore it a couple times in my stream, so it's got some hype, but other than hobbies, it's pretty much just streaming for right now, and modeling slowed down, because of COVID, mm -hmm. but... And then your horses. Yeah. I'm sure those keep you very busy. And then school, and then I work full time, so I got a lot going on. Yeah, it's, you do. I like my sleep, too. <laughs> Nap time, every chance I get. I understand. Uh, so where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? Um, I would, ideally, I want to tell you I want to be the next top model, yeah. but I know not everybody can be the next top model. It's not going to happen. However, it would be fun and all. I do want to continue my modeling and see where it takes me because it never hurts to like put yourself out there and try new things so i will keep up with my modeling hopefully um obviously there can be some age restrictions as far as modeling it may slow down it may pick up you never know mm -hmm. um some people some, most clients whenever they look for work they do have certain age requirements which can be restricting so i can't say that i'll still be in the game 10 years from now but I certainly want to be in the game five years from now. I would like to be graduated from school. I would like to start teaching. However, my degree is going to take about eight years. So I'm probably just going to be getting my school started. Like, finish my degree and I want to open a school is the plan. In so. a school with what? So I'm going to be an equine educator. I want to open a charter school for high school students to really focus on their education academically as well as their education for horses equine management equine facility biology whatever it may be um and have different classes offered in regards to learning about those i want them to ride horses like pretty much every day i want to bring in trainers to work with my horses it will be very horse related every day well, sounds like you got a busy future going ahead of you. Yeah, um, I'm going to have to find land for like 150 horses, and I'm going to have to take care of all of them. So managing the place is probably going to be my full-time job. I probably won't get to teach as much as I'd like, mm -hmm. but I would like to open an equine school for high school students. Fair enough. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, thanks for taking the time out of your day. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me here. Anytime. I'm excited. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. Have a good day.